0: Hello, and welcome to Homegrown KC, a podcast dedicated to exploring Kansas City's fascinating history and sharing stories from its rich past. I'm your host, Laura. Join me today as we explore a piece of Kansas City's history. Hey y'all, so I'm here with another adventure mini-sode. It's been a while. While Pride Month is over, I finally had the opportunity to take the new Rainbow Tour. It's a self-guided driving tour of Kansas City's queer history. I had the opportunity to speak with the creator of the tour, Joel Barrett, back in May. That conversation was available to all of my listeners from mid-May to mid-June, 2023, It is now a patron exclusive, so I hope you listen to it while you had the chance. If not, um, you can become a patron. I'll talk about that at the end of the episode and listen to it then. So, before I begin, I actually have a caveat. Do not let anything I say dissuade you from taking the tour. Like, you have to take the tour, okay? My complaints, and I have a few, but they are not about the tour. They are solely about the construction within City Center. This tour is amazing. It's amazing who put it together. It's an incredibly important part of our city's history and actually national history. So the tour is on Voice Map. It's an app uh, with driving tours for around the world. Some are free. Some you have to pay for. Casey Rainbow Tour is free. According to the app, it's a total of eighteen point two miles. That sounds like a lot, but I mean, that's what I wrote down. Anyway, so it's a total of 18.2 miles, and it should only take you about 120 minutes. Here are some things to consider before you take the tour. One, the driver. This is not for out-of-towners. Unless you have a driver who knows the city very well, you shouldn't go on this tour. I'm sorry. I didn't get lost, but I did miss a few turns, and I had to backtrack a couple of times. I had to take so many fucking detours, and I'm not even apologizing for the F-bomb, because I was so frustrated over this. Um, it's all due to construction, most of it is because of the, uh, streetcar extension, but, I mean, it's also, it's just, it's summer, which means it's construction season in Kansas City. Um... Yeah, just, you know, let me reiterate. You need to have a driver. They need to be from the city. Map. It is possible to do it solo. I did. But I feel like it's actually better if there's one person driving and following the directions and then one person that is, like, solely focused on the history. Also, if you have trouble with the app, which I did, you can use their website. It's voicemap.com. And... If you go through the website then what you do is you read step by step directions. It'll say something like turn left on X street. Go for several miles then turn right on X street, right? Um it's like reading out it's it's like reading the old map crisp map quest printouts. Ugh, let's not get tongue tied but it's not that time. Um rather than just following A a highlighted line like your modern maps app. I feel like if you're using the voice map app then you get to follow the map and you don't have to manually click on next step, right? Also, um, I have reason to believe that it's synced to your GPS, therefore It'll automatically play the audio in the correct spot rather than, again, manually tapping on each of the audio bits. Bathroom. Either look over the map, plan where you're going to stop that has a bathroom that is open to the public before you begin the tour. Or just know that you're not going to stop, therefore you should go to the bathroom before you start the tour and you should not have anything to drink. Um, I didn't have anything to drink, but I spent most of the tour trying to think about how much, like not think about trying to think, trying to focus on not thinking about how much I had to go to the bathroom. Timing, um, specifically time of day. So I did it early afternoon, road traffic, cars themselves wasn't bad. It's just the traffic from the construction um, however, I think Sunday morning would be the ultimate time to do this. Fewest cars about. Also, the map may, s- the uh, the app voice app may say it's only an hour and a half drive, but I drove for two hours and did not finish. I think I only saw. A- Actually, I went back and looked. I think it was about three quarters of the stops. But yeah, so just um plan accordingly, and uh. Make sure you have enough gas in your tank. Please see the reasons above. Again, don't let anything that I just said convince you to not go. It's so informative, so deeply researched and well-organized. There is a little backtracking built in, but that's just because of the city's organization. I mean, he couldn't control what history happened where, right? Um, Also... He does most of he Joel does most of the narration, and his voice is rather soothing. I like it. The audio quality is spectacular. Even the interviews are uh, very clear. It's it's no difficulty hearing anyone. So highlights um, from the first half of the tour, uh, Woman Town. So I first heard about this last year. Um, when KCQR did a document, not a documentary, did a um, investigation on it, we'll say that because that's kind of how they frame their stories as is, is, is an investigation. anyways, um there is a PBS documentary that also came out last June. I haven't watched it yet. it's on my to-do list. There was a stop in the like in the general neighborhood of Womantown, and then there was a stop outside the house of the founders of Womantown. And, um, he actually managed to speak with, I think her name is Andrea, one of the, um, or Andrea, one of the two, one of the founders of Town, and, um, some of her audio is in the tour. The Umbrella Club, um, correction, Lavender Umbrella Club, it was where the Lavender Ladies met. It was Casey's first lesbian club established in the 1980s. There are several historic and modern, um, gay, lesbian, queer bars and clubs that are highlighted, including the Jewel Box and the Dixie Bell, and I didn't realize this until doing the tour, but the Dixie Bell is the old Rieger Hotel down in the crossroads, and I spoke to um, Ryan Maybe, who's one of the co-founders of the revived Rieger's Distillery back in the fall of 2021, That episode was available to my general listeners for a limited time, but it is now a patron exclusive if you want to check that out. There's a lot of queer history in downtown KC, which again, I I guess I didn't really realize. There's a historical marker at the Barry Ailis Plaza, um, and listeners will remember I talked about Barry during my Folly episode. He was the Folly Theater's manager at one time. Um, but the historical marker is about the Phoenix Society, did I say that right? Phoenix Society, there we go, that was formed in 1966. It was the first gay and lesbian organization in Kansas City. Also in 1966, the first national planning conference of homophile organizations took place in KC. So that title, that's a bit of a mouthful for like today's modern uh, uh Just the way that we think and speak. Um, But basically, it's the first national conference on gay rights in America and took place here in Kansas City. The Folly and Dr. Felicia Landre's book, The Enchanted Years of the Stage, are also mentioned. Um, Her book was instrumental when I was doing my Historic Theaters series and I spoke to her. That conversation, again, patron-exclusive. My favorite tour, uh, favorite part of the whole tour, I think, is the interviews. It was really great to have that personal touch from those who experienced it back in the day. Alright, so um, that's just the favorite for part one, though. We'll see what my favorite is after I finish in part two. That's all for today. This is, for once, an actual mini so, not a full-length minisode. Thank you for joining me today. as so We uh, began this adventure. We haven't completed it yet. I will have some images from the tour available on my social media pages, so make sure to check that out. Also check out the other adventure that I did this past weekend on Spider-Man Beyond Amazing, a special exhibit down at Union Station. I hope you will consider becoming a financial supporter of the show. You can do so several ways. One, you can subscribe to patreon.com slash homegrownkc or subscribe to redcircle.com slash homegrownkc. You can also give a one-time donation at redcircle.com slash homegrownkc or coffeecom slash homegrown homegrownkc. That's ko com. You can give as little or as much as you want, even as little as a dollar a month. Once you sign up, subscribe to the show, you'll be charged that day and then on the first of every following month. If you become a patron, you get three things. One, you get an item from the merchandise store valued at $5 or less. Two, you get a shout out on every episode and social media posts. So thank you, Bjorn and Joan, for your continued support. You also get access to all this um, exclusive bonus content that I've been talking about. Uh, Additionally, if you donate on Ko-fi, 1% of the donation will automatically go to help fight climate change, which is something that I'm passionate about. My most recent patron episode was with Jennifer Lovesy Mast, probably the world authority on Worlds of Fun History. I'm sorry, patrons. I know that you're waiting for it. Thank you for your patience. I don't have this out to you yet. I should have time to get it out to you this weekend, though. If you cannot support me monetarily, you can still support me by following, subscribing, and liking all of my uh, media... Why are we getting tongue-tied? That's Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Twitter. I also have a YouTube channel. I am Homegrown KC on all of them. Make sure you rate and review me wherever you listen, but especially on Apple Podcasts. You can visit my website for additional information. That's homegrownkc.wordpress.com and sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's the only place in which you can sign up for my newsletter. Once a month, you'll get an email from me that says, here's what's new and going on, and here's what you can look forward to. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or episode suggestions, you can email me at homegrownkcpodcast at homegrownkcpodcast.gmail.com or send me a private message on any of those social media pages. For merchandise, visit zazzle.com slash store slash homegrown underscore kc underscore store. That's z-a-z-z-l-e dot com slash store slash homegrown underscore kc underscore store. As always, thank you goes out to my talented sister-in-law, Sarah McCombs, for the creation of my logo. To the dear Mrs. for the use of their song, Kansas City, as the intro and outro music of every episode. And to local libraries, which enabled me to gather all my research. And thank you for listening. Cheers.
1: this tonight Cause I can't seem to shake this feeling and I can't seem to get you off my mind I my night.